0: It seems like no matter how much music you listen to...
1: Someone has something they think you need to listen to.
0: And love. This is seldom the case, but we still believe in giving music a try. Well, not always, but most of the time. There is some serious crap out there. Like angels and airwaves. But our goal is to expand your musical collection. By introducing to new and or obscure music, we will challenge... Or accept the challenge to really listen to an album or soundtrack. And give it a serious chance. Then we're going to report back on Mike
1: about what we feel about the music.
0: This is one of those episodes. Word.
1: Cool. Do we have an intro for this?
0: I was just <laughs> trying to think, what is our intro? So, huh. Um. So here we are sitting at Caribou Coffee, and we're going to talk about me first and the Gimme Gimmies. And there was music inside, and that's why you can hear traffic.
1: <laughs> I'm Carrie. And I'm Barry. So Barry assigned to me to listen to Me First and the Gimme Gimme's, um, the album Are a Drag, which I learned when looking at the Wikipedia page. I didn't, well, I learned. I didn't realize, like, he's sing, the lead singer is singing a lot of female-led songs. So mm-hmm. drag, ha-ha. <laughs> right. Yeah took me a little bit about that
0: one (laughs) but they're not all covers of female led songs no they're not but i believe they do have an album uh of all female covers oh they may. i think uh i think there's a diva album i forget it's not one i own but i've heard songs off of it yeah so yeah anyway this uh i i really like this album because and i'm just going to say this one thing and then i'm going to kind of turn it over to you yep i really like this album because this album's got a lot of Songs, they're all show tunes, they're all from uh, plays, Mm -hmm. and taking them out of the context, I think they give the listener uh, a new way of hearing each of these songs, and Mm -hmm. so. Uh, Carrie, why don't you tell me about uh, what you thought about this My album.
1: listening experience? So I just, starting off, I love covers. Like, it's one of my favorite things is when a band covers another band. I don't know why. It's always been that way, especially with my oldest brother. For some reason, we just love cover songs. So Me First and the Gimme Gimmes is, like, candy for me. It was awesome. Um, I hadn't listened all the way through this particular album by them, so it was interesting to, like, actually be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um I loved some of the songs, like Don't Cry For Me Argentina is a song I love anyway. So yeah. to hear them and like as a kid that was like a pop punk rocker growing up, like that was very thrilling for me. Um, fam- now, can
0: I ask you real quick? Yes. Don't Cry For Me Argentina. Now that's from Evita. Yes. I'm, I'm familiar with the movie. It was, is that a musical? I'm assuming then that that was a musical prior than to the yes. Madonna movie. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it was a musical and then they made it into a movie. Um, with, yeah, with Madonna because, and Antonio Banderas.
0: I mean, I'd heard that song before, and only today when I was printing out the track listing, and it has the the, uh, the people who wrote it. It was Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I got a real kind of warm liking for Andrew Lloyd <laughs> Webber. It's not... Uh, he's... A warm liking. He's fine. I like his shows in total. Mm-hmm. But I really... it's It's like... It's like if your favorite artist only paints in primary colors. Ah, that—that's how I hear his music. There's right. not a lot of complexity. It's a lot of hitting major chords in succession. Yep. So anyway, that's just yeah. my. Sorry.
1: No, I, t- I totally got you. I agree with Andrew Lloyd Webber. I do very much enjoy his stuff, but I totally understand. Right. What you're saying. I mean, it's
0: kind of it's kind of the pop feeder. Right. I mean, you know, because that's why all his fans are thirteen-year-old girls.
1: Right. And hence he has, like, greatest hits albums. <laughs> of
0: course, and sells a lot of tickets and makes a lot of money. Exactly. But who doesn't like Jesus Christ Superstar?
1: Oh, it's the best. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I really enjoyed that. Um, Phantom of the Opera, more Andrew Lloyd Webber, very fun um, to hear in, like, punk Rocky. Um, I really enjoyed the, um, in Tomorrow, they added, like, uh, the uh, lines from Cheap Trick, Surrender. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was very fun. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I also, I'm not familiar with all of the songs, so it was fun to hear new stuff. Um, the one thing that I noticed with it, though, was listening to it, like, intentionally and the entire album by, like, the, like, eighth track. I was like, I'm kind of over it. Like, right. I was, j- like, it was one of those things where just the same noise, like, it was the same thing yeah, a lot. And so, like, like it was just, I, don't, I was trying to think of, like, a word for it, but it was, like, a a similar song exhaustion or right. something like i was like i love all of these songs individually and it would be great to put it in like a playlist it's with like breaking it up it's cool,
0: like but give them to a 5 year old and you'll be sick of them right
1: exactly yeah so i liked all of the songs and i like the album like as an album mm-hmm. i just needed some break time no, I, and here you know, i find <laughs> i
0: find that um, that with a lot of me first in the gimme gimmies and really kind of like punk in general i love a lot of punk songs but yeah. i have a hard time listening to a lot of it at once because it gets it it's it kind of like a ball hammer on an anvil just like the right. same and it's very high and there's a lot of high guitar and there's yep. a lot of you know just and you can
1: only hear like for so
0: long exactly that being said, I think there are some interesting guitar licks that they add into these songs. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like some some stuff. They take some of the original music and then turn it into a, a guitar lick that's a little more, you know, that it's kind of like, you know, cheating off the original music. So I think it's really interesting. Yeah. So um, anything anything other else specific on any of these songs? Um, let me see here. So I I wanted to go down kind of the list over the rainbow. I'm assuming you've seen uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz.
1: Yes. I was in the play in third grade.
0: Okay. Uh, (laughs) We just talked about Don't Cry For Me Argentina. Yep. Uh, How about Rocky Horror Picture Show?
1: So I'm not like a huge Rocky Horror Picture Show fan. But you're aware. But I'm aware of it. Okay. Um, I had friends that were very into it in high school um, to paint a picture of
0: who I hung out with in high school. Um, So from a little history from me, when I was in college... I ha- owned the soundtrack, and yeah. every time we had a party at my apartment, we would do the time warp and fall all fall in unison on the floor. <laughs> and if there was someone in the party who didn't understand what we were doing, they were just like, what the hell happened?
1: That is amazing. <laughs> that, yeah, that's an incredible college party.
0: How about Porgy and Bess?
1: I don't know Porgy and Bess super well. Um, I know the song pretty well. Um, A good friend of mine, Evan, who um, at some point will be on the podcast. Hi, Evan. Hi, Evan. Um, Went to Porgy and Bess and very much enjoyed it. So I've heard the soundtrack. And I really enjoyed that song. Like, even not having it tied to a musical. Like, I was like, this is just a fun song as it is now like I didn't even need really the background right. of like oh it's a cover like I just liked listening to it you know
0: it's funny because Porgy uh sorry summertime is the song uh, Por- uh from Porgy and Bess written by uh, George Gershwin that song obviously is in a ton of you know jazz cover albums yep. so I was very aware of that song I've never seen Porgy and Bess I've read a synopsis and mm-hmm. wow what a heavy musical right <laughs> uh kind of like this loser gambler down on his luck uh hooks up with a prostitute who, I don't know, just yeah, yeah, all it's, kinds of bad. Yeah. But then in the summertime, when you get that context of that, it is a really kind of meaningful song. And it's like you're growing up, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a parent of younger children. I know you're not a parent, but you deal with them. I do deal with children. <laughs> and, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you want to, you know, sometimes there's no making it better yeah you know they stub their toe they slam their fingers in the door that there's nothing you're gonna do you're kind of gonna kind of try to help them you're gonna give them a hug kiss their ouchie and send them along the way this is kind of like doing that on a whole life situation for that baby that that is in the the musical that i've never seen but (laughs) it's such a such a beautiful and sad song you hear it in this context i think it just brings a new life into it yeah so i i thought you know as as beautiful as some of the classic covers of this song are this this uh, heavy metal or not heavy metal sorry punk treatment of it is just brings it alive
1: yeah definitely
0: um okay my favorite things I gotta say even still listening to this version of my favorite things from sound of music all I can think of is when I had to play that in marching band
1: (laughs) (laughs) you played my favorite things in marching band when
0: I was a freshman in high school I played my favorite things in marching band and (laughs) Uh, so I play trombone, which is always like, you know, second part. So, and in marching band, you can't necessarily always hear the melody because, you know, the, the trumpets and everybody playing the melodies off in front of you (laughs) playing forward. I can hear the drums really well because I'm back (laughs) there. And, and so I'm a freshman trying to figure out my feet, trying to figure out the movement because we were doing like kind of a small show on the road, you know, with movements and stuff, not just marching straight down the road. Yeah. And oh, it was torture, and oh my, my arms gosh. hurt, and the sweat would drip down in your eyes from the shako and sting your eye. I'm sorry. Just that's all I can still think of. Yeah, with my favorite things.
1: That's amazing. I wish
0: I could. I wish I could enjoy that. Phantom of the Opera. Already touched on Andrew Lloyd Webber, but yeah, that, was that a, a, a favorite of yours growing up?
1: It really. It wasn't much of a favorite of mine. Um I was in high school when the new movie came out and oh, sure. people were like super into it. I never got really into it and then In high school, we went to New York with my concert band. Mm -hmm. And the first thing... So we got on a bus, and we're on a bus for like 26 hours. And then got to New York, and the first thing we did was like, we got off the bus and went into a Broadway
0: show. As you do.
1: As you do. That is obviously the right amount of rest and relaxation and energy. All sweaty and
0: stinky. Right. Right into a Broadway theater. Right into
1: a Broadway theater. And um, we walked straight into uh, Phantom of the Opera. And I think... I lasted about half an hour and then legitimately fell asleep throughout that whole thing. And then was woken up by the intense organ for this song. But yeah,
0: it wasn't a great experience. <laughs> that, that organ is actually on my alarm clock, so I can relate. Oh. Um, let's see. I sing the body electric. I've never seen fame. I really think I need to. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, and then it's raining on prom night, which is from Greece. But obviously not the movie. Right. Only, which I have I have not seen other than a high school production of Grease, which was well done. But they were not going to let It's Raining on Prom Night right. into <laughs> into a high school production of Grease. Yeah. Yep. With, with good cause, I guess. But it's still a fun listen.
1: Mm-hmm, for sure.
0: Um, did I? Oh, I'm sorry. I completely, I slipped right past number six. Rainbow oh, yes, Connection. Rainbow Connection. The Muppet movie. Yeah. This song is why I love this album so much.
1: It's very good.
0: This song was written by Paul Williams for the Muppet movie. Now, if no one knows what Paul Williams looked like, it's uh, Smokey and the Bandit. He's little Enos. Oh. That's Paul Williams. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, He's still around. Uh, He's sober now, which is good because he said he doesn't really remember most of the 70s I heard in an interview. Interesting, okay. um, But that song, when you listen to it in the muppet movies is always connected to childhood things and a green a bright green frog in a in a swamp right and something that doesn't mean anything but some pop entertainment yeah in this context i dove into the words more yeah and i worked on the great lakes in the summers of 1997 and 1998 and you kind of like get out of I was I was getting out of my world I was out of my comfort zone and I heard that this uh came out I believe in 99 and when I heard that it just it just really touched a chord in with me uh you know obviously there's a line from the song uh, that calls to young sailors and oh yeah uh, and um I always I always kind of have itchy feet, you know. I always feel like I need to go. It's like, "Oh, we're here. Where else we're going to are we going to go? When yeah. are we going to go?" I got yeah. go- I I I always I never feel grounded where I am. Uh which is funny because I have the compound off in the woods, but <laughs> I always like it was like, "Oh, we're here, but we should go somewhere." And then, "Oh, we're here, well we should go back." Um right. So, I I love that song. It it really speaks to uh, a lot of my feelings, especially the first time I listened to it, and it's brought me a new appreciation for Rainbow Connection, mm-hmm. the the Kermit version. But I, this song, this whole album is great, I believe. But that yeah. song is one of, is one of the reasons I love 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 this album.
1: Yeah, it was one that I like. Cruised through just the list, the track listing before I listened to it, which I was like unsure if I should do it. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna see. Mm-hmm. And that one I was like, I can't wait to get to Rainbow Connection. And right. I was very excited for it. Well,
0: And you know, when the first time I heard it and still now, uh, you hear it and it's it's written and it's, it's saying, you know, it's a song that asks Well, where is my path? You know, sometimes you see people and you're like, oh, that guy is a doctor and he did this and he did this and he's a doctor and he knows exactly who he is. He's a doctor. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you listen to that song and you realize that, you know, there's not a path for everybody. There's a whole world that all of us explore uniquely and there's not a a one uh, equation for us to Mm -hmm. complete. And so it's whatever you're doing, whatever you're you want to do you know go explore that sh- figure that out and figure out your own calling because it's all unique mm-hmm. every every one of the i don't know how many people are in the world but they each have their own path so right. anyway
1: and i think too there's a for me there's a part of that also in like don't focus so much on others and what they're doing and also their end story like they started somewhere too yeah. and like so maybe you're just starting and you're on your own path and like I think a lot of times we can see the endings of stories and we're like, Oh, well they did it. They're successful. They're like, you know, like, and we don't see all that went into it. And so when we're starting at a certain place, it's like, well, I can never get there. Well,
0: yeah, they didn't think so either. It's like the Hollywood (laughs) ending too. You know, it's like, Oh look, they did it. They met their goal. They're there. Now what do they do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I bet somebody has got to go to the bathroom because no one's gone to the bathroom the whole movie. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so moving down, let's see, we got uh, Tomorrow from Annie. Yep. Uh, what I Did for Love uh, from A Chorus Line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that a long time ago, but I do not remember it.
1: Yeah, I don't remember it super well.
0: And then uh, Cabaret from Cabaret, which I... is another one of my favorite songs.
1: Yeah, it's so good. I was so, like, it ends on such a good note, this yeah. this album. Like, that is the perfect song to end on. Right, well,
0: it's kind of, it's there's kind of, I mean, and with, I think, a lot of, uh, theater and musicals it's that cold comfort it's that you know it's the Romeo and Juliet they yeah. both die and we want to know what happens next well they decompose but <laughs> you know it's that longing we're like well we want to be part of that story you want to kill yourself in a suicide pact no yeah. but it, it just no, feelings but, and right. things and this is such a great song to end on because they're, they you know they talk about you know you know, life's dealt you shit and Mm -hmm. well, let's go have a party. Yeah. Uh, You know, what are you, what are you going to do? The Hollywood ending doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're, you're sitting in a shitty apartment and you've got no friends. Go out and make friends, have a party. And it, it, you know, it's kind of a theme I want to say in the album, but really in musical theater, (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, science fiction, double feature, uh, you know, the summertime, uh, all Mm -hmm. these songs talk about people who are outcasts who are not the top of society getting on with their their existence and doing the best that they can so yeah and it's such a it's a great cover I, I mean I have like probably my favorite version of that is a Louis Armstrong I have a CD of mm. but this one is a close second it brings like again it, it breathes new life into the song yeah and into all these songs I, th- I think this album's just great listen even yeah. if you can't listen to it all in one time right put it into your workout mix because they're all got a driving tempo
1: oh that would be a perfect workout <laughs> playlist edition yeah. I would yeah. say
0: any me first in the gimme gimme songs in your workout uh, yeah. uh, 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 listening list is is a perfect edition yep. so.
1: so thank you for sharing this album with me Barry well thanks for
0: discussing and it Carrie of
1: course and I highly recommend it to anyone who wants to listen
0: well I'm Barry I'm Carrie you've been listening to the Black Door Music Argument If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram.
1: Follow us on Twitter.
0: We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me.
1: And always remember to clear your browser history.
0: But most of all,
1: especially important,
0: super crucial, the ultimate baby, Baby, it's it's cold cold outside.